Jackson caught a cold, and he laughed when he was told. Yet he better go to bed. This was a big mistake. He laughed at this advice. He had a date to shoot some dice. He walked right out in the wind and snow. The night was cold as ice. <laughs> Three weeks later, very sickly boom. A doctor with a And you want to explain why there's a bunch of food inside of the kitchen that wasn't there an hour ago? Yeah, because we're trial and they're trying to trick us. This makes no sense. They uh, trial for what? What are we being tried for? Who uh, are they? I'm pretty sure. Did I? Okay, so I assume right now from my vision thing, like my, uh, that this was where this house was built on like an Indian burial ground. All right. So your character definitely yeah. assumes that. And, so, and you're saying that out loud? Yeah. I'm like, this house was built on an Indian barrel ground of some sort. <laughs> an end of what? An, an Indian barrel ground. I think you uh, mean Native American barrel <laughs> ground. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Racist. Use the proper nomenclature, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I Whatever hate. he said, I'm not buying it, but you look like and sound like you believe it. So, so, burial ground, uh, ghosts. I'm Thirty-eight assuming. hours ago, my father went, dis- went disappeared mm-hmm. in this very house, looking for ghosts and spiritual activity, and a fucking chair just flew up in the air in a circle that you did not have control with your five foot four ass, and we need to find him. Well, I ghost in seventy-eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Thirty-eight hours ago. How long have you? Been the realtor for this house for roughly six months, but I've only been in inside this house for the past twelve hours. Hmm, a likely story. Uh, you're the one to have a likely story crashing here right before everything happens. So, I, uh, I my car broke down. I don't I trust any of you as much as you are assumably not trusting me. So I don't understand That's what this house is going to do. The whispers grow stronger in all of your ears, and you hear a thud. All right, somebody turn down the speakers. Coming from the guest bedroom, as you know it. The door rattles and jolts in the doorframe as what you can only imagine in your minds is a thunderously large fist slamming against it. Uh, I pull out a little silver crucifix from around my neck. And I say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Ugh, there's no God here. I go in. And I want to go stand behind Shelby. <laughs> okay. I go grab a piece of broken chair. All right. You reach down and you grab a piece of broken chair from the ground. Carefully, without getting splinters in myself. <laughs> it's not that type of role play. 
You reach down and you grasp the piece of broken chair in your hands, clinching it, white-knuckling, as you peer towards the hallway that leads to the guest bedroom, as the realtor knows. As you watch the doorframe jolt and bend behind each blow, the door itself jumping in the doorframe as if the frame and the door itself may blow in the hallway at any moment. Um. So, how do you... How do you anticipate taking care of these trials um as we slowly creep toward down the hallway i'm i so i have this you know i think my dad went missing here i'm assuming he had things that he left here so you don't have any things like ghost equipment kind of stuff like do i have things would i have things for this you reach down in between your breasts and pull forward the amulet that you wear around your throat holding it in your hand fearfully as you peer down the hallway. Uh, well, my father had all of our equipment, so it's probably somewhere trapped in this fucking house. All right, well, I haven't honestly been in this room since I've been here, so we'll see what's... Uh... What kind of equipment? Obviously ghost hunting equipment. There, there's no such things as ghosts. There hasn't been in years. What are you talking about? In ghost years? <laughs> There used to be, but now ghosts no longer exist. I'm sure she has the best lats planners in there that we could think of. Ignorance. <laughs> Ignorance all around. Well, you're the woman, so I'm going to believe you. Yes. Fair point. <laughs> all right. So give me a lineup. Who's in the front of this line I'll down the hallway? I'll be in, She's in the front with my, my wood. I've okay. got my hand to her back, pushing okay. her forward. All right. On her wound, I would assume, staunching the blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's still totally. bleeding. She is still bleeding. Okay. I'm uh, splashing more. We need to stop the bleeding before we carry on. You're a strong woman. You can handle this. I have a plan, and it does not include fire. It includes a needle and thread. No, it does not. I would like to go to the kitchen, please. All right. Uh, you, you three are left in the hallway as you begin to move towards the kitchen. I would like you I'd to- I'd like to go by myself quickly. Okay, you, you rush into the living room at, at speed, pushing through the double doors that lead to the kitchen. And roll a dexterity athletics checks for me, please. Dexterity and athletics. Mm-hmm. So if you have no athletics, then there's a subtraction of dice. How many do I lose? One mm-hmm. for unskilled? Yep. A zero and one. <coughs> one. As you rush through, you're unable to meet the difficulty check, and your foot catches on the rug, and you face plant into the polished stone floor with a, a resounding thud. You take a single bashing damage, which is indicated as a slash inside of your health box underneath one of the circles you filled in. As you peer down at the floor uh, with a, a little trickle of blood running down from your nose, you note that the rug has been peeled back from her grasping it, and there is a wooden latch with an iron circle around it. The thudding is becoming stronger and stronger from the hallway, and you can see splinters starting to spiral and throw out from the door, slamming against the other side of the wall. The door will break through at any moment. I take a step back from Shelby and Vance. Okay. Still clutching up my crucifix. Yeah, I stop, waiting for it to emerge. Okay. Aren't you going to open the door? 
He yells over the calamity. Aren't you going to open the door? I think he's opening the door. I think he's having a hard time. Maybe we should be, you know, he might find it polite if we do it for him. I think you guys need to hold the door while I get her finished up so we can (laughs) check out. Also, separate note, who's he? (laughs) It's that. Whatever this is. Is this a friend of the house? I just go to turn and open the door real fast. All right. You move forward into the hallway. You grasp the doorknob and you fling it open. As, as you do, the noise suddenly stops. The door is intact, and you peer into a very dark bedroom. The light switch is on the left. The I... Lord has prevailed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <coughs> I used the, the piece of wood to flick, try and find the light on the inside of the door. You flick the light on, and... <laughs> That's literally how I live my life after horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> or a couple sessions with Mike. <laughs> right. You flick the light on, you see a quaint room with soft satin sheets on the bed. The The bed is framed in a dark oaken wood that is both old and shows ever so slight signs of rot along the master posts. Oh, that's weird. I'd never put satin on that bed. As you look at it, you see a single woman is resting her head upon the pillow. Uh, Her arms behind her back and her eyes half-lidded. She appears to be somewhere between ecstasy and exuberance. Pardon me, ma'am. With a bit of sleep still lingering on her body. She's wearing black lace lingerie and nothing else. Ma'am, you too seem to have uh, made your way into this house that should have been locked up. I I kind of look around the room to see if there's anybody else in it. All right. Do a perception check as you enter the room. Meanwhile, in the living room, you lift yourself up from the floor and rush into the kitchen. You smell the aroma of the chicken and you see... The chicken's in the oven, correct? It is. Still? And you see the remnants of items that could be used for making a pie. I would like to dig around and see if I can find an appropriate size metal spoon so I can heat it up on the on of an element. You do. So we can cauterize this wound quick. You do indeed find a silver spoon. It's fire! It's fire! (laughs) Two successes for perception. Same here. Okay. As you enter the room, uh, does John enter with you? Since, since you watched all of that stuff. Oh, he's a little wimpy bitch. Nobody sees me coming. There's another door, because this is a guest bedroom, so there's a master bedroom as well. As you uh, look down the hallway, it appears there is only one door down this hallway that leads to the guest bedroom. Your bathroom? As you enter the guest bedroom, if you choose yeah. to, oh, to the you'll find that there is a single door in the guest bedroom that you know as the realtor leads to a bathroom. As you peer in the room, roll a perception check, John, as well as the people that are currently in there. We both roll twos. You see that there is a single vial on the floor that has some medical inscriptions on it and a needle that is empty along with what looks like some sort of tourniquet or pressure. When you look at the woman, you see her arm does have a very soft trickle of blood coming down on the left-hand side. 
and she definitely appears to have been drugged. You look across her body for any other implements of damage that may have occurred, and there does not appear to be any as such. It seems she was left here with other nefarious intentions. I drop down and frantically check the vial. All right, do a medicine and intelligence check as you look over the vial's inscription. As you enter the room, your eyes lock on the woman on the bed, and you're frozen for a moment. Do a resolve composure check. One success for checking this out. Alright. Do a survival and wits check, please, as you rummage the kitchen, find the spoon that you need, and begin heating it up. And what'd you get? I'm sorry? One success. Alright. As our intrepid realtor drops down and begins reviewing the vial, he sees that this is morphine. And the based upon the amount that was injected, the individual in question will probably wake up soon. <laughs> Two successes. All right. Well, you, you finish heating up the spoon in the kitchen as you rush back down the hallway to rejoin the group, and you note that they're all crowded around a bed looking at an unconscious woman. Well, there's uh, good news and bad news. The good news is it could be worse, but the bad news is she got a lethal dose of morphine. Well, she's going to wake up soon. As suddenly you feel a searing pain on your back. What? <laughs> As the the ever helpful bartender rushes forward with a spoon and presses it into the wound with all force required, do a strength and medicine check, sir. What did you get, John? Uh, two for resolve composure, two for the second roll for me. Okay, so uh, you... He got a one on a chance We'll get back to that in no just a second. No one's freaking out. This woman's bleeding out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to that in just a second. So um, as John enters the room, being the last one to enter the room, he sees the woman on the bed, and he freezes but for a moment, his, his skin going a pallid white color, and then he brings himself back immediately from that staggering sort of almost as if he's seen a ghost, and his eyes flash for a moment before he regains his composure. He looks about the room and sees the vial and as you pick it up and show it to everyone, explaining to them what sort of drug was used. And he can't help himself as he reaches down and he picks up the needle and rolls it around in his head, hand with attached to the syringe. The bit of blood that's still on the end of the needle, obviously coming from the woman on the bed. He doesn't seem disturbed by this. Going back to someone else? Maybe I'm being burned to death. Going, well, no, Now, would I get any bonus from, like, survival or... No, because you didn't like roll did. survival. It's a medicine check. Okay. Any Anything related to um, healing Wounds. or treating is medicine. Treating, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Survival is more Making related... Making a campfire... Fix himself and build himself the Or crack. using using haphazard items yeah, in a like way. Ever. Yeah. Okay. Like like when you heated up the spoon. Sweet. Uh, so meanwhile, as the description is being told of this medicine, as you're looking over the needle, you all hear the sizzling of flesh as he rushes forward with the heated spoon. Unfortunately, 
right as he rushes forward to press it into the wound, she turns around and it gets pressed on her nipple instead. It burns through the fabric. And you hear the sizzle of flesh as... Taking it like a woman. <laughs> as the, as the, the bra and the fabric catches flame on her chest. Man, she is going to be heated. <laughs> I rip it off and roll around. Stop, drop, and roll. All right. You hit the ground and do an athletics dexterity check to try and put yourself out. I, I guess it's a good thing I picked this needle off the ground. <laughs> Am I the only one who found that a little hot? I'm the only one getting hurt. <laughs> Fucking stop touching me, all of you. <laughs> one success. To stop, drop, and roll my life. You put okay. yourself out, but you look down to see that your, ne- your left nipple is destroyed by the fiery spoon that was pressed against it. Uh, you take one aggravated damage. Should just let me I- sew it up? Your character is now shirtless. Um, I put my hand out uh, to the redhead bartender, and I'm like, give me your fucking shirt. I gladly (laughs) give her my shirt, because she clearly needs it more than I do. Okay. You pull your shirt off and hand it to Shelby. I put my shirt, I put my new shirt on. I investigated is right. it gross? Looking over the shirt, you see that it has no stains on it. It, is, it seems to have been pressed and has no wrinkles. And is a purplish color with the grid written on it in orange. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> it seems oddly familiar. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm going to look back to the girl on the bed. As you twist around suddenly to look at the girl on the bed, roll a wits and composure check. Three successes. Your burnt nipple is rather distracting as it rubs against the fabric when you twist around. And you note that your friend, John, uh, is over by the bed and he's gently rubbing her hair with uh, his fingertips and looking almost in distraught dismay at her face. You, you see that her face seems to now have contorted in pain and a silent scream seems to be uh, on her facial features, her eyes still half-lidded and almost completely closed. Um, is there like a closet in here or like a wardrobe of some sort? Do a perception check. Or no, sorry, you just did. Three successes. You can see that there is a small uh, draw door that folds open uh, about a half closet inside of it. Oh, hold on. So did she die while I was comforting her? She just looks like she's very pained on her facial features as you look down at her. Almost almost like a a frozen sort of fear. Um, Who has the needle right now? You do. As, oh, I, I still have the needle? As you, you, I have the vial. You have the vial. Have, yeah. You never picked up the needle. As you look down to where the needle might have been, you do not see it on the floor anymore. It's missing. Uh, well, I'm holding the vial. I rush over to the bed, noticing that, I mean, knowing that she doesn't have anyone to live, and I look at her and I say, who gave this to you? Who did this to you? All right. Do, uh, hmm. Do an int- <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're like, you don't get to see my favorite. <laughs> I swear I'm not I, I'm not looking at it for your stats. You know man. what, Mike? Dungeon uh, Master screens are a two-way street. We I guess can't that's see okay. You, you okay. Can't see us. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. 
Uh, all right, so because you are trying to kill us this time, otherwise I would never hide my stats. Right, right, right. No, it makes sense. I love I am, you too much to do that. I am against the party this roleplay session, so I am trying to kill them before they find out the secret of the house. Bum bum bum. <laughs> so, as you look about for the needle and you look around, uh, you begin to question the woman on the bed. This is going to be a wits. And I'm gonna say it's a wits and intimidation rule. You're 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 a little bit frightening with your posturing and your finger pressed against her. Um, I'm gonna go open the closet thing. Okay. Uh, while while they're distracted and, and question the girl, you turn and look in the closet. Peeling the door open, you see the closet is laden with various different items. Um, they're they're stacked in haphazard order and seem to have no end in sight in this small closet of stacked accoutrement. A closet of too many things? <laughs> yes, I would say there are too many things in this closet. <laughs> uh, for anyone listening, that is a call to our D&D session, so if you have not been listening... You maybe should. You Start probably listening. should. Alright, so as you, you look at the objects in the closet, you see that there are stacks and stacks of documentation and paperwork. Uh, all of them appear to be scientific in nature and extremely important. As you dig through them, you see that there's a box within them. The box is labeled, labeled evidence, and as you peel open the lid, you see that it is also stacked with documentation and various accoutrement items. The last is a pile of various different comic books and magazines and you've never seen anything like it before as most of the stuff uh, is is printed and pressed and seems off somehow and you've never seen them before in any of the various newspaper shops comic book stores that you have walked through the doors of okay um i'm gonna look through the medical stuff all right the, the so the paperwork within it right Okay, so the scientific paperwork. Yes. Go ahead and do a science and intelligence check as you start digging through and reading that paperwork. Meanwhile, the bed. I rolled a six for my um, wits intimidation. Six successes. Sorry, wits persuasion? Intimidation. 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 Yeah. Uh, even though she's frozen in uh, a death-like state, uh, you see her limbs and her body begin shaking and trembling. Um, and you feel as though her, her back is arching almost to its breaking point as her eyes go wide. They frantically look at you, and they dart around the room, and they land on the only other face there, John, and then they dart back to you. They bounce around to the, to the window, and then all around as if she's looking for something, and then they dart back to you, and then once more to John as she releases her last breath and falls still on the bed. You... You over there. God boy. I'm right next to you. What do you want? Yeah, you. Uh, do you know this girl? I've never seen her before in my life. Have you sure? Your Rolling holy light has never touched her before? This is your house, man. We just rolled up. Empathy and wits, you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, four successes to go through the paperwork. All right. Yeah, you... well, a lot of things just showed up here that I don't know anything about. So this lady being one of them... One success. Okay. And <laughs> I see a little willpower. 
willpower face, y'all. Uh, four successes. Four successes. Looking him over, he looks a bit distraught at this um, new casualty of the home that he recently has entered. He seems confused uh, based on everything that's happened so far, and his his like face is very unreadable behind this mask of confused emotions that he seems to be painted with, along with a bit of blood on his face from patching up. Shelby. Shelby. The mysterious woman. And as you think on Shelby, your eyes dart to the right. You see that she is knee deep in in paperwork and magazines, digging through them and reading them on her knees. I bring the sheets up over the the woman's eyes so that she's covered over the bed. Is she dead? As she said, she let out her last breath. Oh, okay. I would assume that. She became still and let out her last breath, yes. As. You are all doing this. The bartender looks over and sees also the closet is being rifled through. And as luck would have it, he sees his favorite comic book at the stack, at the bottom stack of the files and paperwork. And what is the name of that comic book? That would be the... draws a blank on everything you ever like. Captain Europa. <laughs> he moves over to Captain Europa and lifts it up into the dim light of the moonlight coming through the window of the guest bedroom. As you peel Can open the pages and begin reviewing the past, back when you were about 13 years old, you first enjoyed this comic book. As you were working on a ship with your trusty It's a tool. Oh, oh, my PB&J. As you pull out your PB&J and begin maintaining and um, pulling old nails from the side of the ship, the square nails pull free and you begin moving these circular ones in place to make this a pristine project of excellence. And that's what I'm thinking of and... As you're reading through the comic, you're remembering when you purchased this comic as a child and worked on that ship to make the money to purchase it. It was a very long summer and winter I had. I spent a lot of time working on those ships with my dad. And that rhymed, but, uh... (laughs) That rhymed. All right. I'm all familiar with, with a little bit of working with my hands. Without a doubt. (laughs) Very nice. All right. So... As he's doing that, and she is reading through the medical document, she sees that there's mention of something called FHJ-1000. FHJ-1000. Not 2000. Not 2000. 1000. Okay. It appears that the chemical composition is unknown to you. It's a bit over your head as far as science is concerned. But looking at the other data on the sheet... It looks that they went went into a secret medical trial. 300 people were tested on during this, and their symptoms were charted on a large rectangular chart from left to right, being moderate to severe, and then life-threatening up at the top. It appears of the people measured, 30% were in the moderate category, 60 were in the severe leaving the last 
to life-threatening. You see that in the life-threatening category, 5% perished. Down at the bottom, you see on the page that it does not list the number of bodies that perished during this experiment. Okay. Is there any, like, pictures of people that were being experimented on in this? There's not. It's okay. only data. That is what you know. My character would love to put down a comic book and check out what else is in the room. All right, so do a perception check Okay. as you move about the room. What are you guys rummaging about through over there? We have to figure out a way to get out of this house, and we need to figure out what's going on here in order to do that. And is that your father's work? Uh, no. No? This so is somebody else's work. It's or something else that just Wits materialized here. Just like everything in the kitchen and this woman here. What are you not getting about spiritual activity, sir? I I don't get anything about it, but you're the one who said that you had a father who is here, who has the devices or necessary tools to defeat it, so my thoughts are we should look for him and his tools. That's what I'm trying to find. In um, paperwork. So, as you both are discussing, uh, the bar- bartender, having uh, reflected on his past, drops the comic book to rummage through the closet as well and finds that there is an, a box of evidence that looks like it's from a police station. The tape used isn't what is standard for police issue tape, but you pull it open anyway and you begin rifling the files. Do an investigation and intelligence check, please, as you look over. I do have an academics investigation and intelligence. intelligence. Do you have anything written on investigation or no? No. Okay. And um, me being distraught by seeing this woman just die and everybody nonchalantly just raiding this room. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna walk out and see if uh, if there's any other exits or rooms in this house. Okay. Totally for the record not nonchalantly raiding this room. Yeah. So far we have five rooms. Uh, one success. All right. So as John moves back into the hallway, he stops for a moment and peers in multiple directions down the hallway. The You can hear the r- rifling of papers in the side bedroom, the guest bedroom, if you will, as uh, various different things are looked through as well as the somewhat worried voice of the realtor as these new guests begin rifling the home in which he is the, the proprietor at the moment. Really, really? So you think you think we're going we're gonna to find this information for... If this doesn't belong to your grandfather, then... My dad. Your dad, whoever. Let's just find this guy and get ourselves out of whatever is going on here, be it ghosts or... Some silly person like Gary Selzall. I go to pull back the covers on where the girl was. All right, you pull the covers back on the bed and you review her body? Yeah. Have you no shame? No. Nope. Uh, all right, so well, you begin looking um, over I actually, body. I'll take off my necklace okay. and I'm just going to hold it above her. All right. And see if it starts to move. As you pull your necklace out and you hold it above her, you see the latch on it swing open. Mm-hmm. And you, as you're on the other side of the bed, you watch as the latch of the, the necklace swings open. You see a picture of a middle-aged man with uh, thinning hair, uh, gray, and a splatter of blood inside of the necklace on the lens. I'm covered in blood right now! <laughs> but it just opened it. 
And yeah, I'm you, just trying to see if it'll move because you know how like they do that. I don't, you I don't look down and you see that there is only the faint outline of a woman on the bed, yeah. and she's no longer there. I kind of point to it and I'm like, "Yeah, because dead bodies disappear all the time." Well, there are other possibilities. When I was in the kitchen, I noticed a gas coming through the vents. This could be some sort of sabotage to somebody who knows we're in here. Wow, you are dense. I put my necklace back on. I wouldn't call it dense, honey, but uh, feel free to leave in ignorance if that's what you feel. He looks around, eyes shifting. Roll a intelligence and medicine check. Can a brother get a, get a screen from the DM? <laughs> Intelli- <laughs> yeah, intelligence and medicine. Yeah, yeah. Chance to that would be a negative. Okay. Um, you become concerned based upon the things that have happened so far. You're a hundred percent certain now that the leak has grown worse in this house. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to have to be dealt with soon, or you. Uh, there may be irreparable, da- irreparable damage. When I was reading, uh, sorry, when I was reading the secret medical trials, what were the symptoms of the drug of the FHJ? 1000? You would need to further investigate those documents. Okay, uh, I will. Is my AC is my AC, is the AC unit to the house located on the roof or on the ground? Uh, that's going to be an academics and intelligence check. Because there's an addict too. Mm-hmm. I'd like to start reading some of these papers. She's looking yeah. at yeah, science. Well, you're 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 looking yeah. you're currently looking at a uh, cardboard box of evidence, oh, the evidence. that's yes. underneath the box. Yeah, yeah. So we well, were. I need to investigate that. I yeah. Did I already roll for that. Yeah, you got three successes on that. We were just yeah. about Sorry. to get to you. It's just that there's an there's a turn order and Declan kind of jumped out of it a little bit, but it's okay. okay. We're we're getting to you next. Three successes. Okay. So, and that was on your academics intelligence to figure out where the AC okay. unit is. You know that the, there are two AC units in this house. One AC is for the guest bedroom, the eighth, and the other AC is for the entire rest of the house, which is a very strange choice, but is a choice nonetheless. One is located in the attic and one is located in the basement. And now we're going to our friend, the bartender. He uh, digs through the documents and starts laying them out, looking over the police information. You see that this information is related to a red-headed woman, uh, very young. She's in her early 20s, maybe even between 17 and 18. They never found her ID, and all of her teeth had been pried out of her skull. Her fingerprints had been cut off, and any physical ID had been done away with. Expensive DNA tests were eventually done, and they found out who she was. Her name was Vanessa Quillanen. Yeah. <laughs> Quillanen. It's spelled like Quillanen. 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 Hail the void and 
thanks for listening to our first Pocket Universe episode. The title of this one-off arc is If I'm Going to Die, I'm Gonna Have Some Fun, and boy, are we gonna have some fun with this one. Special thanks to our guest player, Matthew, owner of The Grid Video Game Bar in Mesa, Arizona. If you find your way down there, tell him you heard him here first. Tell him you heard him first here. Whichever one of those sounds better. That's all the roleplay we've got for you, but we'll be back next Wednesday, so stay charming, stay strong, and don't forget to hail the void.